Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the podcast where your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by me, your host, and coach, Adam Pullman. It's a Saturday, getting these podcasts in, beautiful weather outside. I'm in a fantastic mood. Don't know why I'm sharing this, but that's me today. I'm, I'm happy to be here. So we're going to go through some uh, health and fitness questions for y'all. So if you're new, you don't know how the show works. Pretty straightforward, Okay. You submit your health and fitness questions to Instagram. I answer them here on the show. So if you have questions that you would like an answer to, you can send them in on my story specifically. So my handle on Instagram is Adam underscore Pullman fit. That's where you can find me every Thursday on my story. I will put a question box up there that says, ask me anything. That's where you can submit literally as many questions as you want. One question, three questions, 12 questions. I don't care. I'll answer all of them on the story. And then I will take some of those questions and answer them here on the show, like I am today. In today's episode, the questions that we are going to be answering are the following. Number one, what if calorie counting is not your thing? What do you do about it? What can you do? Are there alternatives? Do you just suck it up and count the calories anyway? How do we approach that? So that's going to be the first question that we're answering today. The second one is... How do you determine if a body recomposition is working? What are the markers, the things that you should be looking out for to be like, yes, this is working or, oh, good heavens, this is not working. Something needs to change. So what do you look out for there? Those are the two different questions that I'm going to be answering for y'all today. So if you have other questions that you'd like to have answered, like I said, make sure you do that on uh, Instagram. Now, before we get started, I wanted to um, let you guys in on the giveaway that we're doing here. So... I'm going to start doing these giveaways uh, every single month. So here's how it works. If you leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts for the show, you will be entered to win a Viore gift card. Viore is uh, a uh, an athleisure wear company. They make amazing clothes. I mean, it's literally all I wear. Ask my friends. I'm obnoxious about it. Not because I'm affiliated. I don't have any sort of sponsorship. I just love Viore. That's the way it is. And I love gifting it too because I love seeing people get on the bandwagon. Honestly, <laughs> I, uh, it's one of my, one of my, it's my number one strengths, strength in strengths finder. Woo. Winning others over. So I like to, you know, take people from the Lulu side and bring them over to the Viore side, you know, no big deal. So if you want to enter to win a Viore gift card from me, go ahead and go to, uh, Apple. I was going to say iTunes, but I think it's Apple podcasts, <laughs> find the podcast, leave a rating and review, and you will be entered to win every single month. I will announce that winner. And then you'll get that gift card. All right. Anyway, that's all I have for y'all. Go ahead and enjoy the remainder of this episode. Question number one for today is from It's Gabbing on Instagram. Question is, what if calorie counting isn't your thing? Assuming that if there was a, the, another part of the question, it would be, what do I do if calorie counting is not my thing? Is that okay? Should I count calories? I'm going to assume that that's what was uh, kind of asked in that question there. So... Straight up, that's okay. It's okay if calorie counting isn't your thing. However, there are some things that you need to to keep in mind, okay? So 
first of all, let's just talk about what exactly that means. To most individuals, that means you are keeping track of every calorie that you you consume, whether it's through eating or drinking, and you're doing it with some sort of app, like Lose It or MyFitnessPal, for example. MyFitnessPal is is one of the most popular ones out there. So that's what we're talking about. For a lot of people, it can feel annoying, it can feel tedious, um, and it just gets old. And I get it. I understand that. Uh, There are times where I get to that I get to that place too, and that's why I take breaks. Um, so that's okay if calorie counting isn't your thing. You don't need to count calories to reach your goals. It's not 100% necessary. Um, it's not necessary to lose body fat. It's not necessary to build muscle. It's not necessarily. It's not necessary to gain strength. Any of that stuff. Tracking your calories is just simply a tool to help you be aware of what you are doing or what you are not doing. And so it's that, it's that, it's a simple, it's simply a tool. It's not a way of life. It's not a way of health. It's not a way of fitness. It is just a tool. Okay. So you have to remember that first and foremost. So my first straightforward answer would be, if it's not your thing, then don't do it. Okay. Then don't do it. You don't have to track it to reach your goals. You can keep track of your food other ways. All right. Now, my second answer to this, and this is how I broke it up in the story as well, two different answers, um, would be this is you have to understand that without tracking, okay, you are taking away a level of awareness. You're likely not going to be aware of how much you're actually eating, okay? In order to find solutions to specific problems, you have to know what the specific problem is. You have to. And people will say, oh, well, I know what the problem is. I'm not losing body fat. No, no, no. That's not the problem. You have to then say, okay, why am I not losing body fat? And that one question, that one word there, why, creates an opportunity for you to dig deeper in all of the things that you're doing, whether it's your workouts, your daily life, your activity, your sleep, your hormones, your your calories, your consumption. In order to figure out the why, you need to figure out everything that's going on so you can say, oh, this is off here. Or, oh, wow, I thought I was eating 1,500 calories, but I'm actually eating 2,200, you know? Or, oh, wow, I thought I was eating 2,500 calories, but I'm actually eating 1,800. I'm under-consuming, you know? You need to find the, the, the exact reason why things aren't going the way you want them to in order to fit, find a result for that specific obstacle, that specific problem. So when you choose not to track, you're taking away a level of, aware, of awareness. And what I said in the story, and what I'll say now here as well, is if you choose not to track... <laughs> don't be the person that's caught saying, oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. You know, I know for sure exactly what I need to be doing and what I'm doing. And I know exactly what I'm eating and it's just not working. Uh Uh-uh, you don't. If you're not tracking it and keeping track of it, how do you know? You're just guessing. And 99.9% of the population cannot even remotely like get close to guessing with accuracy what they're consuming on a regular basis. Not even close. I couldn't if you took it away from me. I'd probably have a 20% variance there. So if you don't want to track, that is totally fine. Just be aware that you, just understand that you're taking away a level of awareness, okay? Now, if you don't want to track, but you still want to kind of keep a tab on what you're doing and you want to do it from a maybe more zoomed out perspective, you can do that as well. You can maybe take pictures of what you eat. That might help you be a little bit more mindful of like, okay, this usually contains this much. This usually contains that much. But even there, to know that, you likely will have to track calories for a little bit track macronutrients and learn through that process to understand, you know, what's in certain foods. Otherwise, if you just take a picture of something with no knowledge at all, 
you're not going to be able to say, oh, that has roughly this much. That's roughly this. That's roughly that. You're going to have no idea, right? But that's something that you can do when you have that knowledge. You can, you know, take pictures of things. Um, you can even write down, write it down on a piece of paper. Uh, you could even do, you know, portion sizes, you know? So maybe you say, okay, you know, for, for breakfast, I had, you know, a deck of cards worth of eggs and I had a piece of toast and I had this. And then over a period of time, you can assess that information and make adjustments there. But you still have to understand that that's not going to tell you exactly how many calories you are consuming. It'll give you a, an estimate, but it's not going to get you an accurate um, uh, record or assessment of what you're, what you're truly consuming. I like to compare fitness to finances a lot because they have a lot of carryover. So I like to compare tracking calories to budgeting. A lot, right? A lot of people will say, for example, um, I have, you know, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I just don't understand where my money goes. It seems like as soon as it comes in, it's gone two weeks later until I get my next paycheck. And it's been that way for years and years and years. And, oh, I'm just not making enough because it's always gone. And this person is also the same person that has never done a budget in in their entire life. And then once they do a budget, and they figure out everything that they're spending, they realize, oh, wow, I'm spending whatever, it's $15 a day on stuff that I do not need. And that means that every single year I'm losing like $5,000 or something, or I'm wasting away $5,000. With that $5,000, I could be doing this, this, this. And so they gain a level of awareness, okay? And so that allows them to make changes that are positive in their financial decisions, in their financial health, so they can have a better life. Same thing kind of goes with calorie tracking. Is it necessary for you to budget money, to, to budget, to do a budget every single month in order for you to spend less and save more? No, no, not at all. But when you do that, you have a better understanding of your habits, your behaviors, and what you are doing so that you can create better solutions or more accurate solutions based on what's truly going on in your life, all right? I know I'm kind of beating a dead horse um, at this point with, with, with that, but I just think it, I'm just such a huge fan of it because it just gives you a level of awareness that, that nothing else really can. Um, as far as what exactly uh, you're eating. So I'm a huge, a huge fan of tracking. And the next thing too, that I want to say before I move on to the next question here is just that I think that people are under the impression that people who track calories absolutely love it. And they're like, ah, oh, tracking calories is amazing. It's the, it's the best thing in my entire life. I love it so freaking much. That's not true at all. And so then they track calories, they track their food and they're like, oh, wow, this is tedious. This is a little bit of a pain. It's like, yeah, cause you're not freaking used to it. <laughs> you know, you got to get used to it over time. And you have to remember too, that it's not a way of life. I don't do it all the time. I just do it when I know I need to be paying closer to attention, closer attention to what I'm consuming. Maybe I have a specific goal in mind. Maybe I feel like I'm a little out of touch with, you know, um, my, my level of awareness with the foods I'm consuming. So I track it to kind of see where, you know, where I'm at and gauge that, but it's not something that I do or nor am I going to do continuously for the rest of my life. No. It's a tool that I use periodically in order to get a more accurate idea of what's going on. Same thing with my clients, same thing with you. But you do need to know that like it doesn't excite us to track <laughs> calories and it's not going to excite you either. Like I don't sit down every single month with our finances and do our budget and be like, oh my gosh, finally, I have been looking forward to this hour of budgeting for the last 30 days and I cannot wait. I'm really fiending that budget right now. I can't, I can't wait any longer. No, I'm sitting there like, you have to be freaking kidding me. It's already time for another budget session. Come on, man. That's what I'm thinking. 
but there's so much value in doing it that you do it anyway. I figure out, oh, wow, we spent this much here this month. Shouldn't do that again. Oh, wow, we can move this over here and invest this this month. That's an awesome discovery. You know, so there's so much value that comes from that and you do it anyway, right? That's anything, any habit, any routine. You don't brush your teeth because you're all freaking jollied up to get it done. You do it because it would be weird if you didn't. So keep that in mind with the tracking too. It's not going to be this joyous occasion where the heavens open up and you just feel all the joy and peace that you've ever felt in your entire life. But you will get used to it and it'll add a lot of value to your life if you choose to do it. But also keep in mind that if you don't want to, you don't have to. You don't have to, but you are giving up a level of awareness um, by choosing not to. All right. So I hope that kind of gives some insight, helps you decide a little bit on what you want to do. And oh, I'm going to just keep going on because I thought of something else. Um, people are also under the impression that like, okay, if I track calories, that now means that I, I have to track every single thing all the time. Is that ideal? Yes. It is ideal to track everything you eat from sun up, from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed, because that gives you the most accurate idea of what's going on, but it's not necessarily necessary. Even if you gain a newfound level of understanding of how you normally, you know, what you normally consume during lunch, that in and of itself can help you make great changes changes to your nutrition, your diet, so you can live a, a healthier, longer life. So just track for one meal or track for two days out of the week. You know, start somewhere. I love that quote by Arthur Ashe. I constantly repeat it because it's so true. Start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Just start somewhere and then see where it goes from there. All righty. Next question is from Rumpy on Instagram. How can you tell if a body recomp is working? What should I be watching for? That is a great question. So what is a body recomp? So essentially a body recomp is where you are recomposing, hence recomp. You are recomposing your body. Now our body composition, that just describes what our body is comprised of, right? So we have, we have uh, weight from fat, we have bone, we have organ, we have muscle, we have all this stuff that makes up our body composition. But usually what we're talking about is muscle and fat, especially in the fitness space, right? So a composition of muscle versus fat in our body. How do those two things relate? How do they contribute to our overall weight? What are the percentages of each? All that good stuff. So most of the time, body recomp is referring to uh, maintaining a relatively similar weight while changing the composition of that of that body with that same weight. So you're trying to lose body fat and build muscle, right? So that's usually what's happening there. But more often than not, when you're losing a lot more muscle than you are gaining fat or a lot more fat than you are gaining muscle, you're likely going to lose some, some overall weight there. But generally speaking, people are talking about losing body fat, building muscle. So what are the things that you look out for? How, what are the, what are the, the signs that you should be paying attention to all that good stuff? When it comes to body recomp, when it comes to even just building muscle and losing fat in general, I can't stress enough. Again, it's like the tracking the calories thing. It's not necessary, but it helps a ton. The importance of getting regular body composition tests. Okay. Preferably something like a DEXA scan. A DEXA scan is like the cream of the crop when it comes to body composition tests. Super accurate, super accurate. And so if you can get those like every single month, that would be ideal. Even if it's not a DEXA scan, doing a hydrostatic test where you're dunked underwater or um, uh, bioelectrical impedance where you're getting on an in-body scale. Uh, usually that machine is, you know, you stand on it. It has the little plates on that, you know, touch your feet and then you hold onto it with your arms too or with your hands. Uh, something like that can be a big help too. Usually my clients do in-body scans because those are the most available um, and they're pretty convenient. 
But anyway, getting on something like that on a regular basis will help a ton because you'll be able to see, okay, based on my 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 life, my stress here, how my sleep has been, how my workouts have been, how my nutrition has been, based on those things being a certain way, my body has changed this way. My body has gained 2% body fat or I've lost three pounds of fat and put on a pound of muscle, something like that. Because that stuff actually measures those things. You can actually see them. <laughs> you can see the results of the numbers of them, okay? Other things that are not nearly as good would be things like getting on the scale periodically or only doing tape measurements here and there or kind of just guessing based on how your clothes fit. You know, stuff like that can be beneficial, but it's not going to be nearly as beneficial as getting body composition tests. So getting body composition tests on a regular basis has a lot of value. That would be one of the best things that you can do to make sure it's working. Now, let's say that's not an option for you. It's not available to you. It's not accessible. You can't get that done. That's okay. Another thing that I would be looking for, another way you can kind of keep track of this is by keeping track of average weights. So this is where you would get on the scale first thing in the morning before eating or drinking, after using the restroom, and you would record seven of those, you know, seven weigh-ins throughout the week, Monday through Sunday, seven weigh-ins. You take the average of those weights, that is your weekly average weight, okay? Now, let's say your weekly average weight stays the same or goes down a little bit. And you notice that in the mirror, you notice that in your clothes, that you are getting leaner. You are getting leaner. That is going to tell you that your body, you're, you're, you're successfully performing a recomposition. Maybe even your average weight goes up a little bit, but your clothes are looser. You are looking in the mirror and you're like, dang, that looks good. I like to see that progress there. Maybe you're doing measurements and the measurements are decreasing, but your weight is staying the same or even going up a little bit. That also tells you that the recomp is working. You're likely losing body fat and gaining muscle, but you won't know for sure with 100% certainty until you do some sort of body composition test because then you can actually see what those numbers are. But even with those average weigh-ins, that can be a massive, massive help. The one thing I do not recommend when it comes to the scale is just getting on it periodically. Like one of the things that I, I, I try to do is have some conversations with followers, figure out what they're trying to do to lose body fat, provide some value there. And they'll be like, oh yeah, nothing's working. I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing to keep track of progress? And a lot of them will say, Oh, you know, uh, I get on the scale. It's like, great. How often? It's like, oh, well, I did it today. And then last time I did it was three weeks ago. <laughs> it's like, there's so many fluctuations in the scale that you're not being fair to yourself by only hopping on it every, you know, so often. If you truly want to use the scale as a tool and make sure it's relatively accurate to tell you how your body is changing, do it very frequently and take the averages of those. Now you might be sitting here saying, I don't like the scale. It gets to my head. I, it really it really bogs me down. Then that's okay. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. You don't have to. Same as the calorie tracking thing. It's just a tool that you can use if you want to use it. But by, by no means do you have to use it. Okay. Um, so those average weigh-ins are a big help. Obviously, you can, you know, keep track with clothes, keep track with uh, pictures in the mirror, you know, progress pictures. I guess it doesn't have to be in the mirror. But progress pictures, you can keep, keep track of those as well. Okay, so you're, uh, you might be, you know, weighing the same, but your pictures show that you are drastically different and a lot leaner there. Those are some things that you can be looking out for. So you just got to find a way to measure your body composition and how those things are changing or not changing over a period of time. Those are the things that you're looking out for. You're looking to see if your muscle is going down, staying the same or increasing. And if your fat is going down the same or increasing, that's all you're looking for. And in an ideal situation, your muscle is going up and or staying the same and your body fat is uh, going down. 
that's the ideal scenario that you want to look out for. So hope that brings some clarity there, gives you some some insight on what you can begin doing to properly assess that uh, that progress. So if you guys have more questions on health, fitness, nutrition, don't forget to submit those on Instagram. Go ahead and leave that rating review on Apple Podcasts to be entered for that Viore gift card for some awesome athleisure wear. And then uh, lastly, don't hesitate to share this with your friends and family. If you know someone that needs to hear this, send them here or share this episode with them. Let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, this is the podcast.